Ask the Podcast Coach for September 2nd, 2017. Let's get ready to podcast. Uh, we're back in action. Welcome to Saturday morning. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And uh, joining Mark right over there, he's hot blooded. Check and see. He's got a fever burning inside of him. It's uh, the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Not going to lie, Dave. That reference is a little creepy coming from you. It is. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Now that we just met, too, as well. So <laughs> we uh, Happy Saturday morning to you. And uh, good good to be back. Uh, it's been a two-week hiatus for me. It was great to see everybody at Podcast Movement. I cannot believe how much fun that is to just get to meet everyone. So if you got a chance, if I got a chance to meet you, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I appreciate yeah. it. Do you get the whole summer camp thing I was talking about now? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. It's the best part of the conference. I mean, the material's okay, right? I mean, there was some great material and that stuff, but meeting people is by far the best. Well, that's one of the things I want to talk about. The, the, the kind of the downside, I mean, the good news is I get to go to co- podcast movement for free because I'm going as a, a Libsyn employee. The, the bad news is I don't get to go to any of the sessions. I got to go to one, and that's because it was within eyeshot of the Libsyn booth, and we had enough people covering the booth that it was okay. And I went to Paul Culligan's because he's like, it'd be really good if there was a Libsyn employee there. Uh, and so I, I went to that, but, uh, did you get to go to any sessions or did oh, you? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I went to a couple good ones and I, I kind of split my time between sessions and the booths. Uh, it was important for me to meet folks in there and to kind of, you know, see what was going on and see the booth. So I, I did, I did a split in between the two. I took away some great information on show notes. I took away some great information on hardware. Uh, you know, I got, I just, it was it, that kind of stuff was good distribution, some of those kinds of things, but, uh, by far, like 95% of the value of podcast movement is the people. And you just can't replace that. I, I got, I had lunch with Daniel. We, we had talked for 20 minutes and I never get that kind of time. Not one-on-one, not in person. Like that right. just doesn't happen. I got to meet you. I, we got to spend some time. I spent a bunch of time with you, which was just, which was awesome. I met, you know, people like Rob Greenlee, who I'd never, I had never met in person and Todd and Rob and those guys. So it was great. I mean, you just can't replace that. Yeah. And uh, Alex Exum, we got to meet Alex Exum. That was we cool. We got to meet Alex. He looks nothing no. like I. But by the way, you and I both made the most recent episode of the Spreaker live show. Alex mentions both you and I. Nice. In, in meeting us there. But um, it's, uh, yeah, he looks nothing like I thought. But, and that's the crazy thing, too. You know, they don't do a video show like, mm-hmm. like we do. And so you never really get to know what they look like. And, uh, and he surprised me. It was fun. Those are the kind of encounters, you know, um, uh, Corey was there. So I got to see Corey came in and I hadn't met him in person. And so it was fun to, to see him uh, jump in there up for the awards. The awards ceremony was great, even though everybody complained it was a little long. Right. It was fantastic. I was surprised, and I, I get why, because number one, if you could have seen what was going on behind the stage, because I got to uh, induct Dan Class into the Hall of Fame. So I'm I'm looking at my notes, and they, they again, Dan and Jared, they're like, here's what's going to happen. And when you see Mignon Fogarty go up to, to induct Brian uh, Ibbett, that's your cue to go backstage. This should be about 8.15. So I'm looking at my phone, and it's 20 after, and I'm like, did I miss Mignon? And I'm, I'm really worried about messing the whole thing up. So I went back there uh, anyway, and there's Jared with like a headset on talking to the sound guy. And they're like, Dave, Dave is in the backstage. Okay. We've officially, okay. Do we know where Dan is? Dan is okay. Dan is in the, Dan is in the hallway. It's cool. Okay. Mignon. I mean, literally 
play-by-play going on. And what was weird is I looked at my, I had my agenda on my phone and it said like comedy skit. And I'm looking at it going, we're 20, I, I would have cut the comedy skit, but on the other hand, I forget her name. Um, somebody from the Wondery. She was pretty good. I'm, I'm going to, she was pretty good. Yeah. So she, I would have like said, okay, we're 20 minutes behind cut the, just, let's just go to the next thing. But on the other hand, they probably flew her in to MC and, and, you no, know, I think you do the whole thing. Yeah. I, I just, people got to get past that. My God. It's like, these are the, this, this is one of the really important events of podcast movement, right? People right. strive for these awards. I was a little disgruntled at the end because people started leaving, you yeah. know, to get over to that event. And it's like, Guys, the, the 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 mixer at the end, the party, that's just a side note. We'll all get there right. when this thing is over. Let's really focus on what's important. You know, and Rob, Rob Greenlee was at the end. And yeah. That's a big freaking deal. Yeah. And so I just, th- that was the one thing, you know, come on, guys. It's two and a half hours of your life. You can, yeah. you can sit through that. It, you're going to make it. It's going to be okay. This isn't North Korean torture. You're going to be fine. <laughs> well, I found out why they started late. And it's just one of those things you learn. I, I forget what the company was, but they sponsored a, like a meet and greet, as everybody did before the awards, oh, right. that had a free bar. And that was one of the first like free drinks kind of thing. And they didn't shut it down. So they're trying to drag people into the awards away from free booze. And that just is not going to happen. Right. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. And, but it's, even so, let's just say it's three hours. Right. It's, it's the, I think it's a really important three hours. Yeah. As we, as we recognize people, that's just a really important time. And so I, I get a little disgruntled in that. Well, if I'm not in it, I sh- I'm not right. going to go or whatever. I get a little. I get a little. That's that's too bad. As an industry, as a community, we've got to be better than that. Yeah. Any uh, from the sessions you went to? Any takeaways that you you're like, oh, I'm going to put that into use, or? Yeah, I'm still not like so. So for me, show notes are still the weakest part of my my whole setup and everything that I do. Easy, great content's easy. Blah blah blah. I need to take better advantage of, and this is, I went to both the Auphonic session and then I went on the last day on Friday, I went to a session. I forget who it was. Carrie Green, maybe? It was Carrie Green. Yeah. And on show notes and, you know, they have a service that does Mm -hmm. it, but he just, he, he really opened up. I mean, he just, he opened the doors and said, this is exactly how we do it. And, and it took some really awesome notes, but I need to learn better to take the combination of the transcripts that Alphonics creates for me and use those to help me make my show notes. Hmm. And I met with Hanny and I need to, I need to then take those and make better use of the timestamps in my show notes using his, you know, he's got the simple podcast player right. and those that help make those show notes. And Hanny and I got some really good one-on-one time to kind of talk through what that could look like. And if he could help us automate that process in some ways. So those three, it wasn't one session, Dave. It was kind of those three things coming together like, oh, I need to really think about my strategy around what I do with show notes and just making them better. And I, I kind of punt. I'm, I kind of throw out the minimum and I'm good. And I, I still kind of believe that not very many people look at them, but I think I can do better in that area. What about you? Uh, well, for me, I got to meet uh, Ravi, who does Digital Access Pass and the Coolcast player. And he looked at me and goes, Dave, he goes, what? I go, what do I got to do to get you to use the Coolcast player? And I said, I said, can I be, and this was an awkward kind of conversation. Then later we continued an email. I said, if I remember right, you have share buttons, like share on Twitter, share on Facebook. And I go, not that I want to blow off social media. I would rather have subscribe buttons because to me, that's really what leads to more downloads. It's great. I, I said, I have buttons on my website. If people want to share it via social. And he was like, 
Oh, okay. So it was kind of cool because he was like, and he wasn't like, how dare you? He was like, all right, he's taking mental notes. So that was cool. Um, I, I still say my favorite line, and I'm going to be using this a lot, is, and I didn't even get to see it. I can't wait to hear the presentation was from Dan Class, who's an old comedian and said, you know, when you go to a night and there's five comedians uh, that that go on one after the other, the other, they're all using the same mic. And I was like, oh, that is, that's a great line because I, somebody uh, this week, somebody found a, it's an MXL ribbon microphone and ribbon microphones are notoriously very warm sounding. I mean, it just sounds like somebody cranked the bass and there's not a lot of high end to me that I was kind of like, Ooh, I, I need a little more high end, but and it, but it was less than 90, it was like 99 bucks. Everybody's like, oh, is this the new thing? And I was like, actually, no, ribbon microphones are really, really delicate. Like you have to stand them up. You can't lean them because they actually have this very thin piece of material, an actual ribbon that somehow through, you know, electricity conducts that. So if you lay it down, the, the, the ribbon might actually sag. If you blow into them, it'll actually blow that, uh, like you can ruin it. So I'm like in a, in a, studio a home studio with kids or whatever i'm like this is not the microphone you know for for you you just leave laying on your desk yeah you know that i was like mm, you know it's warm but I'm, i still say just about any microphone in a mixer you can make it sound as good as you want you know i was i was yeah. playing today I, I swapped out my old mixer i'm now using a yamaha mg 102c and I like it because if somebody says, Dave, you're not loud enough, I can twist. I don't have to go, wait, which sub is this one in? Is it? The, it it's super easy now to, to know what I want to do. Um, and, you know, I can turn up the bass. I can do whatever I want and pretty much make it sound good. I still, I will always say there's too much room noise. I always sit there and go, and I'm like, no, no, it's, you know, but who's, <laughs> that's listening you're to. Gonna, you're going to have that. Yeah. You're going to have that. I got a chance to to meet with Steve and Dave Lee. Yeah, uh, while I was there for International Podcast Day, and we just <clears throat> we just brainstormed some ideas about some things we could do around that, and that was again, I would never really just get a chance to spend fifteen or twenty minutes. Uh, and Dave caught me in the show notes conversation and pulled, and he said, "Hey, let me, let, let me go get Steve. Let's talk." So he pulls me over, and uh, we we started brainstorming a little bit about International Podcast Day that's coming up, and. You know, I, I started giving them some ideas for next year. And, and again, you just don't get that unless you're in that kind of setting. We had, Dave, it was fun. We had that moment. I think, did you did you talk about this? I think maybe on, on School Podcasting where we're hanging out with, um, oh, Dirk. Name. No, no, when the fan, the fangirl moment when the, when the, the gal oh, walked um, by. Oh, um, yeah. Danny the girl. Pena, right? Yeah. I don't and, know her name. No, not her name, but we were hanging out with Danny in Paris. Paris. Right? And, yeah. And Paris goes, like, that's you know, her, man. Paris, Paris is this big dude. Yeah. Like, he is just a big dude, right? And and he's like, this short little gal walks by and he's like, hey, that's so and so, you know? And, and you just, you just bolt. It's great. You just <laughs> bolt and catch her and bring her back. And, you know, there's just kind of this fan moment. And, and, um, I, I had a fan moment with Cody Wheat. My, Cody Wheat does uh, Shots of History. Okay. And I listened to Shots of History. I mean, I've kind of listened to it since the beginning. He, he, uh, we worked with him off Blab and we had some conversations with Cody Wheat and he does this really small podcast. And I shouldn't say small, but I mean, it's, he's in the hundreds. And, uh, but when I, I, I introduced myself, I didn't know who he was. He introduced, he said his name. And as soon as he said his name, because he says his name on the podcast all the time. And I said, oh, I, you're, you're, you know, you're Cody Wheat. Like I listen to you all the time. 
and that's the and he was a little stunned to have that kind of fan moment himself. You know, when you're a smaller podcaster, you just don't expect other people to even be listening to your show. And I, I felt it was really, really important to let those listeners know that what they do is really important. I tell Rob Greenlee all the time, what he does in Spreaker Live Show is really, really important. And and so I, those kinds of moments, I think, are great to be able to get that kind of feedback. Yeah, I know um, the first day it was our presentation with me and Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast, Rio Ortega from Podcaster Studio, and, and Addie Saucedo from the Podcast Planner. And I, I had a few of these, which was what I would call a drive-by meeting. And so some guy goes, hey, Dave Jackson, my guy goes, uh, I'm so-and-so from the Substance Show. Uh, you reviewed me on the podcast radio show. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then I'm like trying to talk to him. And it's it's like it's like changing class. You know what I mean? At high school, like you got to get to class. And I was like, that, OK. So I, I didn't get to, to really talk to folks, but um, it was good. It was a fun time. A lot of microphones there. I was surprised they had the little microphone booth. But then Sennheiser and Shore and Blue. I didn't realize the Blue Yeti Pro has a dual XLR out. So if you want that stereo sound, I was like, that seems a little, but still would use it. (laughs) Well, that's the whole thing. It's like yet again, another special cable that you have to have for the, that, that microphone, the, the booth with the microphone set up, you know, or they were, were I never got to it. I wanted to, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I never did it, but it was, um, it was pretty cool that they, they had those. I wish they would have had the, the blue 100 and I wish they would have had the SM 58 and they didn't have those two. Um, there are some other things they could have they could have you know put in there, but um, I think I, I'm not going to be able to make Philly next year. It just comes at a bad time for me. I, this right. this timing in August is great, and they moved it in July, and that just doesn't work for me. But um, I think if you you didn't get to go this year, and you you should start saving your pennies now. I mean, yeah. take get an Amazon affiliate link. Oh, you know another cool thing that happened to me. Speaking of Amazon affiliate links, I was I met with Addie like a bunch. Right, like she's the best ever. She's the best say. ever. Addie is just amazing, right? She's great. She's got the the podcast planner. And if if you're a podcaster, she's got a short little podcast called the Podcast Planner. I listen, I binge listened to the whole thing on the way home. Did I? Did you? Yeah, I, I listened to it about, I found it about a week before we went. And I listened to one, and I'm like, because I was like, what's Addie up to? She doesn't, I, I, she used to do a couple yeah. different podcasts. What's she up to? And I found her, I'm like, oh, cool. And I literally listened to one episode, short, sweet. And I was like, and download all of them. And binge. Yes. And they're like six or seven minutes and it's just Addie and she is great. Uh, but, you know, I want to do T-shirts for my uh, for my listeners. I don't want to mess with T-shirts. Like, I don't want to actually do it. I just want them to be available. Well, right. she's doing T-shirts and doing it pretty well. And so Addie and I kind of said, hey, can I partner with you? And would you, if I gave you and I, I you know, we, I gave you, you know, this kind of mm-hmm. stuff and we talked about a deal and. So we're going to partner. I think we're going to partner in shirts. And well, uh, and so we're pretty excited about that. Well, I know Teespring was there. I talked to them a little bit. And my, because here's the thing. I had three people without even prompting them. I had three people ask me, where can I get a Bernie the Cat t-shirt? And I was like, all right, metal note. I need to make Bernie the Cat shirts. They, they could, cats are huge. They could be big. <laughs> Bernie could be big. You could ride, you might ride Bernie all the way to retirement. That's it. So, uh. So that was fun. I had a lot of people that would come up. Hey, Dave Jackson, how are you? How's Bert? It was like the first word out of their mouth. How's your cat? And I'm like, yeah. he's fine. He's yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel mentions T Public. There's a there were a yeah. couple T-shirt shops in there. Uh, she's using Addie's using Amazon effectively, and yeah. I just want to I just want a store. Like I, I don't. She's got a great by the way. She has a great way of using Amazon. It takes a couple months to get it 
could get approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I know uh, Mark DeCoats, who's a resourceful designer, he's on Amazon now. And I, I put yeah. in my thing, but I didn't realize. I thought it was weeks. It's months. It's months. It can be a month or two. Yeah. And probably more on the two side. So you got to be patient with it. Yeah. So that should be fun. But uh, yeah, all in all, I, I thought it was a great thing. I know, uh, you know, we everybody's talking about we seemed a little more spread out. I'm like, it was a bigger venue. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So you're going to have it. Nice. I thought it was good size. I mean, yeah. I, I thought you it wasn't too jammed that you everybody's on top of each other. But I think they were close enough that you could have great conversations in the hallway and still hear each other. Yeah. Uh, and you would bump into people. That's the, I think that's the really important thing, right? Is that you can bump into people. I mean, I ran into you dozens of times yeah. during this thing. So it was, uh, you know, I, we got some great time in the mornings. I would just show up early. And by the way, if you want to meet people, show up early. Yeah. That's the, I showed up at eight o'clock. Things didn't kick off till nine. And you and Rob and, and Todd and Daniel and Ray, man, I got to spend some great time with Ray. That was awesome. Yeah. So, it was kind of weird because I got to see everybody. I did not get to say goodbye to anybody. Like, I, I, just, I tried to I tried to come by to say goodbye to you, but yeah. you were locked in conversation. And in a vendor booth, I do not interrupt. I try not to. Yeah. I did once actually with you, but I try not to interrupt because those are important conversations. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting because the first day we had a lot of people that were new customers. Like, hey, how do we get off SoundCloud? Kind of thing. And then the rest, um, we had a lot of people like, look, I'm on Libsyn. I joined because I hear you guys are the best. I'm I'm using you, but I don't understand these destination things. What are they? I know I can do more with it. So there's a lot of like helping. I had one guy get on YouTube and he's like, please let me take you to lunch. He goes, this is awesome. And I was like, really? It's just go tell people that Libsyn is great. I don't, I don't need lunch, but it was cool. So that was fun. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. So uh, time. we were talking earlier this morning and I didn't, I, I have not seen what you were talking about. We were talking about Anchor. And uh, I had somebody at Libsyn that had uh, redirected because it's really easy. Uh, Libsyn makes it super easy to leave. If you ever want to leave Libsyn, we don't hold you hostage. And she put a redirect in to say, hey, everybody that's looking at my Libsyn feed, now look at this anchor feed. And then she uploaded a file to Libsyn and said, hey, it's not in it's not in iTunes. Where's my latest episode? So I went into to uh, iTunes and I looked at what iTunes was looking at. I said, well, it's because it's looking at anchor and I don't think she knew what she had done. And you had said that somehow they're, they're putting out directions. They're being very aggressive via email right now. I mean, anchors marketing team is just, they are, they are rocking it in the marketing area and you'll get an email. I got one last week before podcast movement that says, Hey, you know, and and they, and they don't use terms like we're going to steal your feed, (laughs) stuff like that. They're like, Hey, you know, if you want to host over here for free, there's a, just a few simple steps and they make it sound like it, they're, they're, it's an add on, not that they're taking over. Right. That's what it, that's what that email sounds like. And I, I can go back and get the email. But basically what happens then is they walk you through these steps on their site of, OK, so now now go to your site and grab your feed. It usually looks like this. Right. And then you enter it in an anchor and then it sucks in your feed, so to speak. Now that point, that part's not bad, right? Everybody can do that. And they'll pull all that stuff. They'll pull all your, your audio over and stuff like that. And they'll create a feed for you. Then they say, now this is important. Go to your service provider and put in this redirect. And they kind of walk you through it. And so you put the redirect in. And if you're not savvy and you know what you're doing, you have just given up your feed to anchor. And 
they're so nice and kind about it. And it's, it's really helpful. It's actually maybe one of the best walkthroughs I've seen of a, of a feed redirection. <laughs> like, you know, you're like, whoa, that actually, you know, you guys should actually take, cause you, you know, you're there, there's people asking to get off SoundCloud or do some of those other things and they got to do a feed redirect. And so it's, it's really easy. And you mentioned that I'm like, Oh, here's another one. They just were, they just got the email and they thought, Oh, here's another place for me to get my podcast yeah. out and I'll do this. And they think they're just signing up to, to be exposed, you know, like it's Spreaker, they've got pass throughs and some other things. And you think, okay, they're just signing up for that. That's not the case. They're taking your feed. So you have to be really, really careful if you get that email. Yeah. And what's weird is, is once I, I told her, I said, uh, well, you basically, for all intents and purposes, you've left Libsyn. You know, nothing is, is looking at Libsyn anymore, depending on obviously all the different apps and things that have updated. I said, if, if and she goes, well, I don't want to leave Libsyn. I'm like, okay, I'm glad to hear that. You need to go back to Anchor and say, please redirect my feed back to Libsyn. And I said, here, put this new feed thing in, in your Libsyn feed. So, because all of a redirect is, it's kind of a change of address. And what was interesting is the Anchor people, from their answer, and, and again, I can't read their mind, but it really looked like they thought the redirect that Libsyn put in was temporary. There's a, there's a 301 redirect, which is permanent, and then there are other ones which are not. So if it's not permanent, in theory, when you take away the redirect, it, it goes right back to where it was. Um, and so Libsyn puts in a permanent one. It's like it's, you know, it's going to shoot people over. So what happens is when an app sees that, and especially iTunes, if you have the new feed uh, tag in there, it, it, it goes to your old feed, goes to the Libsyn feed. Libsyn says, hey, they moved. They're over here on Anchor goes to anchor and then in, depending on how things are set up it updates your app so your app is no longer looking at libsyn hence why you upload something to libsyn and there's nothing there this app isn't looking at it so what you need to do is then do a redirect another change of address that says hey i don't live at anchor anymore i'm back at my original host whether that's libsyn or blueberry whoever and so the fact that the anchor people didn't realize at least from their answer that no, 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 you need to redirect this. And to me, I was kind of like, look, wait a minute. If somebody asks me, hey, I'm moving to, I don't know, Audio Boom. How do I put in a redirect? I don't give them 30 questions. I go, here's how you do it. Go to here, to there, to click there, put the redirect. I, I don't give them 20 questions. So it was kind of odd that they're like, you know, you should just be able to do this. And it's like, no, no, no. I asked you for a redirect. Give me a redirect. So I'll be really interested to see how that uh, pans out. But yeah, Daniel points out in the chat room, if you haven't played with Anchor yet, because it's free, of course, uh, they put pre-rolls in and post-rolls. So yeah. at the beginning, and, and they're, they're all about, you know, come to Anchor. Because here's what I think. This is, I have nothing to base this on. My goal is they're trying to do a clamor. They're going to, they want a bazillion people to use the, the platform. And my goal would think they want to be purchased by somebody because they keep saying, you know, eventually they're going to add ads. Okay, I hope so, because right now you're not charging anybody for anything, and that's a really bad business model. So so here's the email. Okay. So you, you go out and set up the account, and then, you know, you, they, they, they entice you in. Hey, come try us. Come try us. And so you set up an account with us. and like, hey, you're an existing podcaster. Uh, what's your feed? We'll suck all your stuff in so it's, it's available here as well. And then we'll, if the show is more than five minutes, we'll break your show down into automatically into five minute segments for, oh for that you can share and, you know, do those things, right? That's not the least bit inconvenient when you're listening. 
So once you do that, then they send this this email that says, hey, hello, we're, we're done generating a new RSS feed for you. And they give you the link. So mine is like Anchor FM and then a whole bunch of crap and then RSS. We're still working on syncing your existing episodes to the Anchor app, but you should they should show up soon. In the meantime, feel free to start creating new episodes for your podcast right away. Right. So again, none of the we're hosting now. And it says, oh, hey, next steps. Don't forget to redirect your RSS feed and the settings for your account with your old podcast provider. Instructions for that can be found here. Right. Mm-hmm. So you click on that link and it takes you to a nice Anchor FM knowledge in their in their database and a pretty good set of instructions. So that's going to make me log in, but a pretty good set of instructions on how to redirect that feed. Um, and, and again, no caveats. They're not, you know, they're not telling you that you're the permanence of this redirection, so to speak. And you can, you can get it back. But so that's the email really, really simple, really benign. It seems like on the surface, but it has caught a few people off guard and they've done the redirect. And then they're thinking, Oh, now I'm on anchor. Now, the Anchor, the desktop version of Anchor is just a mess. So if you're on Windows or Mac and you're trying to get it through the browser, God, it is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It's yeah. awful. It's, uh, Windows or the PC or the uh, the Mac, uh, the iPhone, there we go. The iPhone and the Android version are pretty good, but it's, they're being aggressive. They're being very aggressive. Podcasters beware. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I know I watched a thing. Miss Eileen has been telling people it's a great way to start a podcast. And if you're new, if you're really worried about the technology and you know, that's her opinion and all, but then she went to show us, I, I, there was one thing she showed us that I was like, hmm, okay. In terms of using it to generate feedback, I was like, maybe, but I would not use it for my, my podcast. I was, I was like, mm, still not. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I do it because we do this show and right. I want to know exactly. what's going on. Right. I mean, I, I do everything because, really important to have done it before i stopped right at the point where they wanted to you know i gave them my feed i'm like hey where's this going you know this is like that call you get from the irs you know hey you owe us money and you're like "Ooh, let's see where this goes yeah but um i immediately stopped at the at the redirect you mean you don't owe the the irs money well I, it, apparently i do <laughs> i'm trying to find let me see one quick second here i actually just imported a, I'm trying to, the other thing that's kind of weird, they, they use an M4A format, which I'm like, really? That's kind, that's kind of common. I mean, it's, you, that, you see that show up in some, it's, it's got some, it's got some tags and some things in it that, that they're probably taking advantage of. I was trying to import. To be honest with you, Dave, as a podcast community, we got to get away from MP3. You think? Like, we're the only ones using it at this point. <laughs> we're it. We're the last people on the planet using MP3, and yet we're still teaching people how to do it. And we, there's no plan in sight. Like, I, I, I know there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a few people talking about it, but uh, it's, it's, we are, we are still very locked into the MP3 world, and that's just going to be limiting for the future. Yeah, I know um, the guys from Hindenburg. They just cringe when we. <laughs> We mentioned, like, why aren't you using? I think he's really into Og Vorbis or something like that. And he was when I say MP3, he just about throws up in his mouth just just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, it's twenty years old or twenty five or whatever. It's yeah. old. It's it was it was made for another day. You know, we're we're going to get to the point in the next five years where bandwidth's just not going to matter. And you can these files can be a little bit larger and they can have better you know fidelity in them. We, we don't need MP3. I, and listen, I'm as guilty as the rest. I'm still producing stuff in MP3 because I 
haven't done the homework necessary to know, hey, could I provide another format? And should I be providing another format? Because we're, nobody's talking about it. Yeah. You know, that could be that could be a whole show. If someone's looking for another show to do, you could do a whole show just talking about how we get off of MP3 and move on to the next format. There's a couple. I don't know what they are. I'm not educated around them. Some, there, there you go. There's a free one for you, podcasters. If you need a second show or a third or a fourth, <laughs> do the missing MP3 show. The other one I binged was missing Richard Simmons on the way on the way. See, home. I, it's another one I need to to check out. It's six episodes, and there are 25 or 30 minutes, and it's hilarious. It's not what you think. Like I thought he was literally missing. Like right. like he had disappeared. <laughs> he he's still alive. He's still fine. Yeah, he's, he's doing well. So he, good good show. Here's what uh, a podcast sounds like on Anchor. The podcast you're about to hear was made with Anchor. Make your own podcast for free at anchor.fm. And then, good evening, everybody. If you have, and that's just me. And then at the end, they do that same thing. So, was, was that like dinner music you had on? The yeah, background? it's uh, the podcast you're about to hear was made with. You Anchor. can have music. Make your own podcast for free at anchor.fm. Okay, hold on. Smooth jazz. Good evening, everybody. If you haven't heard the news. A few years ago, there was a guy, we just called him the patent troll, that tried to say that he invented podcasting, and he didn't. He was defeated. That's some sweet and background. And he then music. went back and tried to overturn it's that, a, right? He basically it's did, a cross yeah, between, like, cool game. jazz and, and that deal. little Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers, yeah. It's like Mr. And Rogers that appeal and jazz. Has now been shot down. It's so a beautiful well, day the patent troll is in the officially dead. You know. And we don't have to all worry right. about that anymore. Is there a fast forward on this? Uh, continue podcasting uh, we, have, uh, like we all have. But if you hadn't heard that let's news, see here. the patent no, troll I, is right. officially We have 27 seconds. So. I don't know if you want to sit through this to hear the... the rest of your evening. Oh, here we go. Here comes the pre-roll. afternoon, wherever you are. I don't remember adding that. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast. So like I know, like I mentioned Miss Eileen and I know her audience is her audience follows her wherever she goes. Like they went from blab to fire talk to you know, you name it, they just follow her around. So that she's getting a lot of feedback on Anchor. And that's when I was like, okay, maybe that would be something. Yeah. Do that. But then you got to tell your audience, I'm on Anchor, you know, and then they have to follow you. I'd rather say just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact and right. reach out right. there. But um, it's a place. Hey, they're doing some good stuff. I yeah. mean, it's interesting what they're doing. And and so pay attention to it. Just be very, very careful. It's, you know, we, we, these always, these always pop up and everybody kind of gravitates. So oh, this is great. This is great. And then they go away and then you have to move around. I'm noticing there are some platform hoppers, right? They just hop from one platform to the next looking and it's the greatest platform until it's not, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. They just kind of hop around. And again, that's okay. I actually, I mean, I encourage it because it helps us kind of discover what's the best of things and you, and you never know. I, you know, it, it, you, you never know what's gonna, what's going to be next. And so, um, you know, more power to him. Yeah. Hey, since it's, uh, man, halfway through the show, yeah. we, we, we fire up some, some awesome supporters, some awesome supporters. We'll fire up the happy music and I'm going to pop in here in post. If you were listening live, I slightly botched this list and our awesome supporters are important and I want to make sure I got this right. So starting off in alphabetical order, Alan Palmer, 
Barb. You can find Barb at anchor.fm slash Barb T-U-S-A. Barry Kessler of BarryKessler.com. Kale Nelson from HamRadio360.com. Um, clarify your purpose. I need your website. Cody Sison. Connie Whitesell from Small Biz 101 Podcast. Find it at SmallBiz101Podcast.com. Darren Dake from CoronerTalk.com. Creepy Kingdom. Dale Henninger. David Wilson. Doug Salamone. Doug, thank you for the book at Podcast Movement. I need your website. I know you got a couple. Emily Prokop from The Story Behind Podcast. Find it at thestorybehindpodcast.com. Thanks, by the way. Emily's the one we've been playing the high LPR 40 jingle. Thanks for that. Felix Montalera. Uh, Frank Black Miller. Frank Brill. Garrett Godfrey from Crowdfunding Christian Music at crowdfundingchristianmusic.com. Gary and Margaret from Kiwi Mana Buzz. Find that at kiwimana.co.nz. Or beekeepingpodcast.com. Glenn the Geek from horseradionetwork.com. Craig, love you, Craig, from anglaispodcast.com. Corey from ivnv.com. Jay Cleveland Payne from jclevelandpayne.net slash podcast. Uh, Jeffrey Hallish, great guy. Uh, Podnuts, the computer repair podcast at podnuts, that's with a Z, dot com. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Keefling from the genealogy showcase.com podcast. In the immortal words of Paul Harvey, page two. Jeremy Dennis from Transmission Podcast Network at transmissionpodcast.com. Some guy named Jim Collison from the average guy.tv. Jim, thanks for everything you do. Joe Taylor on faithsedge.com. Uh, Joshua Liston from the podcast survival guide at tpsguide.org. Joshua Rivers from creativestudio.academy. Kim Slusher from Distractive Life Podcast. Uh, Cauldron Script, the uh, a BDSM 101 podcast at cauldronscript.com. Uh, Distilling Venture Capital from markwking.com. Uh, Mask Me, I need, I know I've reviewed your podcast on the podcast rodeo show. Uh, you have to remind me what podcast that is. Max Trescott from AviationNewsTalk.com. Mike Moody from MrRobotPodcast.com. Nick Suberling, Subes from CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Uh, Steve Sleeper from Earn.Show. Uh, Paul Scheel. Paul, I know you're new. If you can send me whatever website you want me to plug, I'd be happy to do it. We do it on the first episode of every month. Um, Rob Griffiths. He has multiple shows. You can find them at bedtime.fm. Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers podcast, seahawkerspodcast.com. Uh, Sean Park from beyourownnerd.com. Sean from Slept in Government Class. Find him at sleptinclass.com. And the lovely, the talented, the award-winning Troy Heinrichs from Blacklist Exposed. Find it at blacklistexposed.com. I now return you to your regularly scheduled program. So, my, uh, Omaha, my Omaha friend. That was cool. But yeah, uh, Troy won an award, beat uh, some big names, as did, um, uh, I always forget if it's Liz or Liv. Covert, Liz. I'm going to go with Liz. Liz Covert uh, for Ben Franklin's World, which is fun because Liz is like like on the on the world of introverts, she like pegs the meter. So to see her get up and and talk in front of a group was was cool. She's just a sweetie. She's she's awesome, and she's really not that introverted. But she's not. Once you get to know her, you know it. it that kind of goes away. But I, I don't think she's super comfortable in a, in a crowd setting. I could be wrong, but it seems that way. But uh, so hey, here's a fun one. 
here's a fun little situation. And I just told the person, I don't know. Would you do this? You've got a show, and I'm going to keep this person anonymous, this this him or her. And um, they have a show getting thousands of downloads. Definitely in the, you know how you need to get like 8,000 or more to get a sponsor? They're, they're in that realm. They have a, they have a couple sponsors. And one of the, it'd be like us having, um, oh, what's the super up end? There's um, like a, a super top notch uh, microphone. What would that be? Um, oh, or then we just like, oh, like on the on the high high end. Yeah, like high like you know, know. Sennheiser or something. Yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. Be like having them as a sponsor. Right. The problem is his his audience is growing, and he's kind of like. You know what? I th- I think I should be getting more for the sponsorship now because it's a bigger audience, and I don't know that he has any kind of like long term contract. But they've basically said, as he's just hinted about renegotiation, not going to happen. Hmm. So it's like this is I how much we're going to. And yeah. so his thing is, he's thinking of going the Patreon route, and I was like, because hmm. I told him, I said three percent. I said go back and remember, three percent is doing. You Why know? not do both? Well, he like, is he is doing both now. I told him. I sure. said I said I would try to do to the transition and just start promoting the Patreon a little more. And um, but he was like, "Should I do this?" And I was like, "Boy, I can't answer that." I said, well, "Here's here's what you should do. Yeah, get another vendor. Like, get another sponsor. If they'll pay more, yeah, then take it and drop those guys. If they don't, that's if an you idea. Can't find them. You keep them. I mean." This is this is one of the things that drives me crazy about podcasters sometimes. It's the market that decides how much things are. It's the market that determines what you, what you can and can't ask for, right? Just because you say it's true or just because you want it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Likewise, if you if you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it either. And so if you got a sponsor and they're paying you $500 a year and you want $1,000 a year, you've got to find another sponsor that will pay that $1,000 a year. And if they say, hey, we're never going to pay you more, but you can't find another sponsor that would pay more. Right. You should probably keep the one that brought you there. Right. Keep them. That's an Use idea. Them. If that, you know, I, I just, I, I can't, I, I can't, it's, it's, we, it's you're bringing on sponsors. You should always be charging the next one a little bit more than the current ones you have. That's where you start. So if you're charging them 500 for something, the next one that comes on, make it six. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they buck at it, okay, well, then you know you might have reached the ceiling for what the market will tolerate in that area. If they, if they don't, it's a great way to discover the market, right? Start with short term things and smaller prices. And when people buy, the next person that buys, you raise the price a little bit. It's hard to do this in retail, but it's super easy to do it in advertising because people don't know generally how much you're charging. And so for the next one that comes along, you go, hey, it was, uh, it's 60 bucks when not everybody else was 50. And if they take it, guess what? You have a new floor. The next time people renew, you say, hey, my rates are now 60. If they say, I'm not going to pay it, well, then you got to negotiate, right? Well, okay. Are you going to give in and go and stay at 50? Or are you going to say, well, okay, we're done then. And that's it's as simple as that. I, I just, it's just, it does, don't make it any harder, harder than that. Overthinking the, it. Yeah. It's what the market will bear. You know, you you had, and I forget who it was, you had somebody on, you had a marketing person on that talked about this, and she did a great job of just kind of saying, start at a price. Oh, yeah. If you get it, raise it. If you don't get it, lower it. It's, <laughs> guys, it's that simple. Yeah, Jessica Kufferman from uh, JKM Agency said, because uh, somebody like, what should I charge? And she's like, I don't know, $20 an episode? And they're like, well, oh, 
I think I'm a little more than that. All right. Uh, 50. Right. Might, might be, I'm not sure I can deliver. Okay. Um, 35, Is 35. Good. Yeah. I think that's about right. Okay, good. We're going to charge 35. You know, yeah, <laughs> conversation done. Right. Yeah. If it's, if it's so low, you feel like it's not worth your time. And then if it's so high, it feels ridiculous. And then come, come right in between, right in the middle. Boom. And pick that and then, and then market it. If it doesn't, if nobody picks it up, guess what? You're probably charging. You're, you're probably charging too much or you're not in the right circles. I mean, that's, that's very possible. Too. Yeah. And Daniel has a point. He goes, one of the Patreon milestones could be no more ads. You have to be totally. careful with that because you don't want to make it sound like ads are bad. Like, Hey, if we get enough money, we're going to get rid of these pesky ads. It's like, I don't know that the sponsor is going to appreciate that. You also paint yourself into a corner when you do that because then you can never do ads. Right. Mm, if you've you right. promised your Patreon supporters and you get to that point and then if it drops below, do you go back to ads? I mean, that's you, you better have some you better have that well thought out and well defined on what you're going to do, because you, you you do paint yourself into a corner. I a couple times I have said we're commercial free on my podcast and we are for the most part, sort of. And yet I have last pass sponsorship all over the site. Right. And um and, and I felt like, oh, this this kind of means like if all of a sudden I started doing ads and there's been times I've wanted to and there's been times I've been approached. Right. So be careful about painting yeah. yourself into a You paint in ink. Um, Ron had asked in the, the chat room that uh, Spreaker and Blog Talk have actually merged, which yeah. is exciting. During podcast movement. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because I don't really have much of a reaction to this and it's not a Libsyn thing. I'm just kind of like, I, you know, it's one of those, it's a double rainbow. I go, what does this mean? You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, on one hand, it makes sense. They're both live streaming platforms. They're both have ad insertion technology. So why not join forces? But in terms of immediate like impact, I'm like, mm, it's kind of a wait and see kind of thing. There's uh you're mentioning the Spreaker live show in the last episode. Uh, Alex Exum was interviewing Francesco, who's the the CEO of Spreaker, and he was kind of giving some insights. But it, I don't think it's anything that like right now. It's not like okay, and now that they've joined, you can add a phone system to Spreaker. It's like no, that'd be cool. No, it's yeah. gonna be some time. Yeah, yeah. Francesco was 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 like, hey, we're just figuring this out, so let's give us some time. I think we know from Spreaker's development, they're not fast to move on anything. They they kind of make sure they've got it right and then they move. And so I think over the next year, there'll probably be a whole bunch of conversations about how they take the best of Block Talk Radio and the best of Spreaker and and add them together. I mean, Block Talk Radio can use Spreaker's help from quality. And yeah. Spreaker can use their help for calling and for some of those and for ad insertion. You know, they're, they're two years ahead of Spreaker. I, I'd like them, I'd like it to be Spreaker BTR. That's what I like the new company to be. Spreaker BTR for Block Talk Radio. Just bring that in, combine it all into one thing and, and call it good. So that's what I'm hoping they rename it. I don't, who knows if they'll rename it. Well, I know Francesco, he's like, look, I, I created the Spreaker name. He's like, if I had a choice, we're not, you know, they're, right. they're not going to lose that name. So, Well, Block Talk Radio has some good marketing uh, presence. I mean, if they weren't good, they wouldn't have the audience and the, the customers that they have. And they have some very loyal customers over there at Block Talk Radio. Yeah. And they're, they just have some folks like, look, I don't care. I don't care about the quality. I'm getting 10,000 on Block Talk Radio and it's working. So, well, there was a, um, I read a book. I'm in the middle of reading a book and um, it's called Viral Podcasting by, I want to say Carrie Lutz. This guy's saying he's making 
thousands of dollars a month at Blog Talk Radio, but he also says that he's getting paid $2 CPM. And I'm like, it's literally like 330,000 downloads a month to make a thousand dollars because it's it, it that ends up being 0.003 cents per download. And I'm like, you'd have to have 33,000 downloads to get a couple grand. I was like, so I, I am reading his book. I might have him as a guest because it's kind of interesting. The book keeps saying, if you follow the viral podcasting like plan and so far his plan is just have multiple income streams, which I'm like, well, that's not really, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for like something new. And I don't, I don't know that there is anything new, but uh, the book was interesting. Here's, here's my thought. And this is again from, this is why Dave had not one, but two editors on his book. Um, he, he, <laughs> and he butchers really big names. Like Leo Laporte is Leon Laporte's. No. Yeah. No, no, oh, not making it up. Yikes. I showed it to, to Leon when I was at yeah. podcast movement. Um, I, I got to talk to Leo for a little bit. And uh, he was like, there I am, Leon Laporte's. And there was another one. I, I I forget who it was, but it was like, wow, if you're going to butcher something, you know, names are pretty easy to, to figure out. But um, yeah, so that was that was I, one I of had, I had somebody misspell my name in a book. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, it's so that's the easiest thing in the yeah. world to check. Yeah. You know, yikes. So, I've, that being said, I've misspelled names before. They, they can. Yeah. Words. Words can be hard. Yeah. So. Um, saw this question in a Facebook group says, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. I'm, uh, hoping someone can help my friend and I do a podcast and recently purchased not one, but two blue Yeti microphones. We're recording using GarageBand, And for whatever reason, when we plug both mics in, it only recognizes one of the microphones. Even when we try to make an aggregate device, it still only recognizes one and so this is not a new problem using two USB microphones, especially on a PC. I don't know if um, voice meter would help in a situation like that or audio hijack pro for me, the easiest solution, if you want to record multiple USB devices on in software is just go right to the speaker studio. That's one of the things I really like about that software is you can have two microphones plugged in USB even I've, I've tested that and then you can have, they have little buttons so you can play your music and things like that. So that would be my answer to uh, that was David Donovan had asked that. And so um, that would be uh that's an icky problem. That's one's where you like, you read some article that says the blue Yeti is the best microphone you buy two and you're like, Ooh, now we've got a problem. So, yeah. No, it's, it's tough on that. Especially if it's get USB. I, I just, you know, I try to stay away from USB as much as I can. It's super simple, but it, 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 adding a mixer in or adding a sound interface in, for me, actually gives me a little better quality. I can actually hear myself back a little better, too. Hmm. You know, I run that out, and if you, if, you, if you have an underpowered mixer, you might also think about running that through an, a headphone amplifier. And, yeah, I just added a whole bunch of complexity to it, but it's actually not that hard. Um, and I, I like it a ton better to be able to have some control over what I'm what I'm saying and what I'm hearing and hear it back and have a main mix. Those are just that's that's worth learning, I think, and and worth doing. Dave, I got two technology updates. Can I throw them in here before we, before um, we go? Can we can we hit Kim's question yeah. real quick? Yeah, we got ten minutes. Let's, um, yeah. Kim says, "Can you create a podcast feed for YouTube videos?" Quick answer: No, no, because they don't download. Uh, which is faster, uploading to Libsyn or YouTube? Uh, answer. Upload to Libsyn and let Libsyn upload it to YouTube for you. 
Um, I would guess you Libsyn on that. Libsyn's pretty, and again, it's apples and oranges. Usually you're uploading audio video. to Libsyn. You're uploading yep. video to, you know, but I know Libsyn, we, we look into, that's one of our things. We're looking for fast up and down. Um, I've got a family heading to the Caribbean who want to video their trip to family and friends back home. And time access is a big issue. I would go Dropbox. If you're doing video, no matter what you're doing, then uploading is going to be a pain in the butt, especially with hotel Wi-Fi. Um, Jim, any thoughts on that? I, I maybe use Facebook Live if unless you, yeah. maybe you don't like if you maybe you don't want a public right and you want a video on that way yeah that'd be a that that could be a way to do it no I you know any of those services yeah, OneDrive if you want OneDrive Dropbox, Dropbox Google Drive fine. not none of them are very fast but it, no. actually that's to your advantage when you're in a slow or when you can't get you can't get um you can't get good bandwidth from that yeah um, so yeah. yeah yeah well how about um. Yeah, Kim, don't don't take this the wrong way. Don't don't pass this on to them as well. But how about take a vacation and enjoy like being there in the presence and don't video <laughs> record everything. Right? Yeah, take take the videos, yeah. keep them on your phone if you've got room. That's always the fun part when you start putting videos on your phone and then just yeah. upload them when you get home. Live and be, live and be in the moment. One of the things I didn't do at Podcast Movement this year was take a lot of video. I didn't try to podcast. No. I didn't try to I, I was not I wasn't on social. I didn't post a lot of I didn't do a lot of selfies. I didn't, I wanted to be present with every single person that I met Did and we, it's, it's weird. It's actually really weird. You're like, I got home and I'm like, I have no pictures. I, I haven't looked you know? at my pictures yet. Do we have any pictures of you and I together? I'm no. assuming. Well, not, not that we took ourselves. I'm going to say we need, I'm like, we never had somebody go here, take this. You know, so no, we never, no, we never did that because uh, we were talking about stuff. Yeah. Kim, Kim says it's a homeschool project. I get that. I, I don't want, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean there. I'm just right. trying to say sometimes when you get a vacation, take a vacation, uh, you know, do, do it like that it. way. So All right. technical updates. Yeah. A couple things. One, we talk a lot about backing up here and make sure you're getting your stuff backed up. I have mentioned in the past uh crash plan and they're probably them and Carbonite and Backblaze are probably the three major competitors right now for their like Lipson, Spreaker and Blueberry. Uh, they're probably the three major competitors. If you're on crash plan, crash plan has just made a major announcement that they are no longer supporting their consumer version gone. You have a year or to the end of your service plus two months, and then you have to convert to the pro plan. It was really convenient, Dave, because you could, for $60 a year, you could do unlimited backup. But Crash Plan learned unlimited is a terrible business model. Shocking. And that it, yeah, it's like free. Free and unlimited is awful as a business model. Great for the consumer. Awful for, because some, you, get, you always get some jackass who tries to, you know, who loads 70 terabytes of movies. <laughs> like, and you're like, what? Why would you back up your movies? Anyways, mm. so you've got them on DVD. Anyways, so um, they're and the, the plan doubles basically to go to their to their business plan. So if you're on Crash Plan today, or if you're not backing up, now would be a good time. It's always a good time to kind of look at your backup strategy. Where are those files going? Where are they being stored? You never want to lose your podcast stuff. By the way, I kind of think when I put my files up to be consumed on my host provider, that's actually a form of backup, right? As long because they're I have a copy and they're on my Host provider, if I needed to get them again, I could. Could I download those from Lipson, Dave? You can. Keep in mind, those will be there as, as long, long as you're paying. As long as you're paying, yes. Yeah, uh, but right yeah, it's, it's not, there is no like one button, download them all. You have to either, I usually tell people, subscribe to your show and just do the download all there. Or if you go to your Lipson page, there's a, a, usually a direct download link right there. 
to uh, to do that as well. Yeah, so. Craig says he, he just switched to crash plan this month. And uh, yeah, well, Craig, here's the good news. You have a year and two months and it's you can still use it. So it's not like it's going away today. You don't you, and you you pay no extra. The also the good news on crash plan is if you convert to their business plan right now as a as a home provider, it's 75 percent off for the next year. So it's 250 a month for two years. So technically mm. two years, two months, pretty inexpensive. So you don't have to go running. And and you can convert from they'll convert you pretty easily from pro to from home consumer to pro. Um, so that's if you've just if you just went on it, don't worry about it. You got two years, well, a year, and then two if you want to get some really cheap hosting. Daniel says Amazon Cloud Drive also is closing their unlimited storage. Shocker on that one as well. We shouldn't be shocked. One of the things you may not know is if you're an Office 365 subscriber, which you've paid a hundred dollars for that service, you get up to five terabytes for free. So it's part of the, so most podcasters will never use five terabytes of storage, to be honest with you. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow is right. Right. It's a, it's a one, it's a minimum one terabyte. And then there's certain plans that'll go up to five, even a terabyte for most podcasters is you'll never fill it up. Right. So you might have a terabyte of space sitting on your office 365 subscription and you didn't even know it's there. You can upload to it through OneDrive and, uh, and, and get that working. So, from backup, uh, that's my, what you might want to be aware of. Uh, Microsoft announced this week as well, Windows 10, uh, the next creators, the fall creators update, will launch mid-October. So I think it's the 17th is the date we're guessing on right now. Podcasters, no major changes. We've been testing it for a while now. And, there, of course, your mileage might vary. You should test it before you do it if you can. But no major changes to Windows 10. And so I would encourage folks, if they feel comfortable there's just not a lot of things happening in this update that are going to affect podcasters. There's no major kernel changes or any of those kinds of things. So you, uh, I certainly would go out if you've got the ability to test it on another PC with your process. I would do that. But if you don't, you can update fairly uh, confidently that I, I, there's just not going to be a lot of changes to it that's going to matter. So as that comes uh, as that comes up mid-year here, I, I definitely would plan for an upgrade weekend and be, make sure you've got it backed up so you can roll back if it causes problems. So there you go. Yeah, Daniel says he grabbed a fantastic deal on three five terabyte portable external hard drives. Says I'm switching my long term archives from the cloud to these drives. It's basically twenty one dollars per terabyte on the drive. Says it was an, an Amazon yeah. special price for business customers. Very cool. Hardware is super cheap right now, and, and so if you're that would be another plan. The the drawback is is if you have hardware in your home and your home burns down. It ruins both your PC and your backup yeah, device. That's where you got to so, back it up and take it over to grandma's house. You know, we call that the sneaker net, right? That's mm-hmm. where you you back it up, you unplug it, you carry it to grandma's house or or whatever to work. A drawer at work is usually a pretty safe place, and uh, if you can get a a two or a three terabyte portable drive uh, on Fridays, you take it. You know, you you bring it home Thursday night, you back it up Friday, you take it to work. It sits in the desk. It's not a bad way of doing it, Dave. I'll be honest. I mean, cloud is great, but that's not a bad way to do it. And then the other thing we should figure out, because I know you've got your, well, any other tech updates before I jump into something else? Uh, oh, and then uh, LastPass, which we've also talked about yeah. in the past, has changed their pricing model as well. So hmm. on the surface, it looks like they, their prices have doubled. So about $25 a year now, which is still pretty reasonable for what right. they do. Full disclosure, they're a sponsor of Home Gadget Geek, so I just just so you know. But a lot of people use LastPass. So if you're getting ready to renew, and I'm in that renewal period as well, it was $12. It's now $24.99. I 
think that's the right price. And But they have some new plans in there. You might want to look at those just to kind of see they have some new features coming as well. They're, they're innovating. So take a look at it. Don't be surprised with LastPass and their changes. Go out and take a peek if you're using them. Uh, here's a fun thing because I know you have your intern program coming up next week. I'm at Podcast Minute Atlantic. And so I'm, I'm good next week. I'm good until the 23rd, and then I'm going to be gone for five, for six weeks. So actually. you're you're good to the twenty because mentioning the 23rd, yeah, yeah. I will be at National Podcast Power. I have oh. I have two events in September. So we're uh, probably off for the 23rd. Okay, because I can't. Okay, so we'll we'll mark that one down as a no. But yeah, what was really cool is the guy that is running that. It's a first time conference. It's in Perrysburg, Ohio. Uh, you can find it at nationalpodcastpower.com. And um, he actually drove two hours to come to our Northeast Ohio podcasters meetup uh, this uh, last week, which was cool. We had like seven people show up for that. So that's slowly growing. And uh, seems like a really nice guy. It's a first-time event. And uh, he's got a concert at the end of it, which should be fun. And um, cool. he said, hey, man, you know, bring your guitar. And I'm like, That'd be fun. So. Daniel but, mentions Backblaze too. Just to go back to that, um, well, David asked, "What about a uh, what about a Fire Safe?" Yep, absolutely. Actually, yeah. there's a company called IO Safe, just the letter I, letter O, Safe. They um, actually make fireproof hard drives, which I've got one. I have a one terabyte drive. If nice. the house burned down, that drive would it, it actually closes itself up. It senses the heat. It closes itself up shuts itself down and protects that hard drive. So you don't even need to get a fire safe. You could get a fire safe hard drive. They're twice the price of a normal hard drive, but you're getting this really cool. Um, you, so you can use a fire safe or IO safe. You can check those guys out. Backblaze is a way to set that up. Um, uh, Daniel said he used to do that duplicate archive thing with DVD, DVDs, right? Right. Oh, writable. You got to be careful with DVDs, by the way, they, they degrade over a decade. And so if you have old CDs or old DVDs, that, the, the, the metallic uh, substance that's on the top, that will actually begin to separate. So they're not good. And the more they're in the sun, the worse it is. So you have to be careful about backing up to those as well. Daniel, I do not know if they're grandfathered. I don't think they are. I think it's just new prices and uh, on last pass. I think it's last. It's um, new prices and you're done. So, yeah, Steve, I'm a geek. That's for sure. Anything coming up on uh, theaverageguy.tv? Yeah, so Thursday, actually, I had a problem with YouTube. I, uh, maybe we can talk about this in the post show, but I have a YouTube live video that's stuck processing. It won't It won't finish. So we, maybe we can talk about that in the post show. But on that show, we talked about the blockchain and Bitcoin mining and how it, how it uh, pertains to the average guy. And even as a podcaster, there's some interesting things coming with the blockchain that you might want to you might want to consider. So that was on the most recent episode. That's the one stuck in YouTube, so I can't process it until I get it unstuck. Nice. Uh, this week on the School of Podcasting, uh, Glenn the Geek gives his uh, take on podcast movement, and of course, this is the uh, the week where we have audience participation. We'll be talking about um, yeah, uh, no moments. Uh, we're here every Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Thanks for listening. For those of you that are live, stick around for some post-show. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.